Greetings everyone and a blessed Good Friday to you all. My name is Reverend Dr. Seneth Brown, the founder and the host pastor of the New Testament Church of Christ, the Redeemer of Canada. Today is April 10th, 2020 in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ and I'm here to share the Word of God with you which is taken from 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 and Romans 1 verse 16. Will you turn your Bibles with me? 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 declares, For the preaching of the cross to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. Romans 1 verse 16 declares, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. We honor the word of God by saying, Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, it is now and ever shall be, it is world without end. Amen. My topic for today, Good Friday, is there is great power in the cross of Jesus Christ. There is great power in the cross of Jesus Christ. My subtopic to you is the cross is not only where our sin is paid for, where the devil is conquered, but the shape of Christianity. Let me repeat. The cross is not only where our sin is paid for, where the devil is conquered, but the shape of Christianity. The cross is the place where all the wounds of sin are healed. If you suffer from emotional problems, guilt, anxiety, depression, mental struggles, anger, whatever it is, there is healing in the cross of Jesus Christ. If you're going through struggles and tragedy and sufferings, there is comfort in abundance as you contemplate the sufferings of the spotless Savior on your behalf. Keeping the cross of Jesus central will protect you from the many winds of false doctrines blowing in our day. Satan hates the cross because it seals his doom and he is relentless in his attacks to undermine the purpose of Jesus Christ's cross. Every cult or false teaching in some way diminishes the work of Christ on the cross and magnifies human's ability. Through Christ's death on the cross, those who turn to him are delivered from both the penalty and the power of sin. The cross is not only where our sin is paid for, where the devil is conquered, but the shape of Christianity. The cross of Jesus Christ, it was indeed a grace-filled trade. At the cross, our sinless Savior Jesus Christ had all our sins placed upon him and then God's righteousness is placed upon him. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds we have been healed. Here are some of the real purpose of the cross of Jesus Christ. Through Christ's death on the cross, 
Those who turn to him are delivered from the power of sin. The cross conquers sin and death. The cross cancels the record that we hold that stood against humanity. Colossians 2 verse 14. Understanding the cross and the resurrection as a single event is important. For it is through the death and resurrection of Christ that death is swallowed up in victory. 1 Corinthians 15, 54 to 55. The cross vanishes the devil. On the cross, Christ did not only conquer sin and death, but he conquered the spiritual forces of darkness. Hallelujah. He disarmed the power and authorities, putting them to open shame and triumph over them on the cross. Colossians 2 verse 14. When Christ arose from the dead, he seated at the right hand of the Father in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power. When Christ rose from the dead, he is seated at the right hand of the Father in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power. Ephesians 2, 20 to 21. The cross is foolishness to the world. And Paul acknowledges that this message of Christ crucified will be a stumbling block to the Jews and folly to Gentiles. 1 Corinthians 1, 23. It is not an attractive message until spiritual eyes of sight are granted. The world looks at the cross and see weakness, irrationality, hate, and disgust. It was not only the death of the Messiah, but rather the manner in which he died. That was an offense. The cross brings peace, reconciliation, unity, joy, restoration, deliverance, healing, and so much more. In the mighty name of Jesus, through Christ's death on the cross, those who turn to him are delivered from the penalty of sin. The power of sin causes us to stray continually as sheep. Isaiah 53 verse 6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The power of sin requires death. A new life for deliverance. The power of sin is so great that we can't be delivered from it by promising to turn over a new page or by just our mere power. There has to be a death of our old man towards sin and a resurrection to new life in Jesus Christ. As Romans chapter 6, chapter 7 and 8 and Galatians 2 verse 20 declares, To be delivered from the penalty and the power of sin, we must turn to Christ. The cross is the center of the story of the scripture. A Bible without a cross is a Bible that is of none effect. It is essential for us to know that wisdom was found not beyond the cross, not above the cross, not below the cross, but in the cross. In the cross is where glory lies. The cross redefines power in the kingdom. 
Jesus announces that the kingdom of God has come conclusively revealed in the Christ event on the cross. He becomes a servant of all and thereby is exalted as ruler of all. Philippians 2 verses 9 through 11. At the cross, the entire world has the opportunity to be reconciled to the Father. The peace that the world has been seeking, the unity of all people is found in the blood. Ephesians 2 verse 14. For he is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Reconciliation for the world, peace, shalom, and unity comes only by the blood of the cross. No blood means no harmony. No blood means no unity. No blood means no redemption of our sins. No blood means Hallelujah, no transformation of our lives. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, the cross is the marching order for Christians. After Jesus explained to his disciples that he must suffer, he tells them, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up the cross and follow me. Paul embodies the cross in his ministry, becoming the fragrance of death as he is led on the triumphant procession, 2 Corinthians 2, 14 to 17. And he even says he has been crucified with Christ, Galatians 2, verse 20. But Paul does not merely apply the cross to his ministry, but he instructed the new community at Philippi to have the mind of Christ, Philippians 2, verse 5, which is defined by Jesus's humanity and the cross, Philippians 2, verse 8. The cross is not only where our sins is paid for, where the devil is conquered, but the shape of Christianity. We gain many marvelous blessings and benefits from the cross. Jesus on the cross, bearing our sins, gives us power to die to sin. We are empowered by the power of the cross of Jesus Christ to live righteously. A holy life becomes an attainable goal by the wounds inflicted upon Jesus in his scorching at the cross we have been healed divine healing is ours today through Jesus blood shed on the cross we are offered an abundance of his blessings we were once his enemies we are now at peace with God we are now reconciled to God by faith in Jesus' death on the cross for us. Our faith in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection for us brings changes in our lives and enable us to live holy in his sight. Once guilty, unforgiven sinners, we now find ourselves without blemish and free from accusation in God's sight. Galatians 2 verse 20 I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, 
and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the fate of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The power of the cross of Jesus Christ enables believers to break the grip that the things of this world have on us. We have complete victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. On our own, we cannot do it. But the power of Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection on the third day are fully sufficient to break every stronghold of Satan in our lives. The cross has the power to set men free. The cross has the power to set humanity free. Whether they admit it or not, people carry in their hearts an incredible load of anxiety and fear because of guilt. The cross has the power to create in us a desire for righteousness. The cross has the power, hallelujah, to create within us or oh, a desire to live righteous, to live bold, to live holy, to live a victorious life. The cross has the power to create in us the love and the desire for what is good over what is evil. The cross has the power to teach us what is right from wrong, what is pure above what is evil. No amount of self-discipline or willpower can make a person love righteousness. However, the cross has attraction because it has the power to create desires in the human's heart. God transfer our sins unto himself. Romans 7 verse 5 and 6. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, we were by the law, did works in our bodies to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead therein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in oldness of the letter. The cross has the power to assure us and convict us and convince us that we are loved. Romans 5, for when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet pre-adventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. St. John 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. There is power in the cross of Jesus Christ. The cross brings life to our dead lives. God loves us despite our faults. Even when we fail him, the cross draws humanity because it has the power to convince us that no one has ever loved them in this way before or ever again. Have you experienced the cross of Jesus Christ? The cross of Jesus Christ today will release you from guilt, create a new heart within you, reassure you that you are loved. What draws people to the cross of Jesus Christ? The church proclaims it. The good lives confirms it. The Bible records it. In the end, understand this. People come to God 
because of the cross of Jesus Christ. It is the magnetic force within Christianity that has the power to pull people towards God. The cross says that God especially loved those who are hurting, those who are under the penalty and the power of sin. If you will turn to Jesus Christ and put your trust in what he did for you and the cross of Mount Calvary, he will deliver you from sin's penalty and from its power. He wants to be your shepherd and overseer. He loves you just as you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. He wants to heal you from the devastating effect of sin, the confessing with your mouth. The message of the cross is the message of Jesus Christ. God in the flesh who lives a perfect life died on the cross as a payment for sins and was physically raised from the dead. Now Christ commands all people everywhere to repent, Acts 17 verse 30, and place their faith and trust in his work alone for the forgiveness of sins. Will you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today? Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. My prophetic words for Good Friday, April 10th, 2020. I hear the Holy Ghost says, World, get ready for the biggest supernatural Holy Ghost drum rolls after this coronavirus pandemic. The media will be shocked at this world's greatest comeback and kingdom comeback. Also, the media has to make sure they have enough room on their cameras to record it all and publish it all. God is shaking the earth with his glory and his anointing and his church will shake with his unstoppable glory. Indeed, a mighty move of God Almighty is coming to this world. The Holy Ghost is raising up mighty men and women of valor in the season with supernatural boldness. These mighty men and women will walk and talk in the supernatural and not in the natural. They are anointed, appointed, and called to set the universal church, the church of Jesus Christ, on fire, lava fire. They will bring a new awakening revivals to the dead in Christ and rescue those who are lost. They will damage and terrorize the kingdom of darkness. I prophesy to God's people right now, we have been divinely placed in the kingdom of God for such a time as this, to walk in the fullness of God's authority, power, glory, wisdom, dominion, and might. Many of God's remnants that have been groomed, polished, and prepared for this mighty awakening revivals. God's remnants will not settle for lukewarm or imitation 
of the Holy Ghost. In fact, everyone that is imitating the Holy Ghost will be exposed in Jesus' mighty name. They will not just have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Declare 2 Timothy 3 verse 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Now more than ever, the spirit of Lucifer, which is pride, mammon, greed, leviathan, envy, Satan, wrath, Jezebel, Delilah, and Judas will be eradicated from the presence of God. And his kingdom will come into perfection and his people will be one with our heavenly father as spoken in St. John 17, verse 21. That day all may be one, as thou, Father, are in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. God's remnants will null and void all the dark powers and rulers of the marine kingdom in this world and establish God's righteous kingdom once and for all. The supreme kingdom of God will be settled and be stable in Jesus' mighty name. The Holy Ghost will pour on his people his anointing like lava fire. Not even the day of Pentecost will be compared to it because they have been through the fire and don't even have a smell of fire. The lava fire of the Holy Ghost has been released upon the face of the earth, upon the four corners of the earth. The wind of change has also been released, says the Lord. Shalom, shalom. Blessings, everyone. The Lord has inspired me to write four books. The first one is the Holy Spirit Prophetic Poetic Prayers. The second one, the Holy Spirit Prophetic Poetic Journal. The third one, the Holy Spirit Prophetic Poetic Devotional. And this last one is, now is a time for discernment. These books will inspire you, motivate you, above all, transform your lives, transform soul, mind, body, and spirit. These books are mind-blowing. They are breathtaking. They are words that will catapult you to a deeper dimension in the Lord. If ever a time we need the spirit of discernment to increase in our lives, in the body of Christ and the worldwide, it is now. I wrote this book, Now is a Time for Discernment. It is so fitting. In all that is going on in the world today, we need to read this. Please, I encourage you to support these books. Remember, God bless you as you purchase these books. You can purchase my books by clicking the link in the description below. You can also purchase my books on Amazon, Westville Press, Life Rich, Barnes & Noble, Chapters, and Indigo. Thank you so much for your support. It is highly appreciated. Thank you to those that have supported my books. May the Lord continue to inspire you as you read them. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and bless you with his peace.